spoilers! Spoilers everywhere! Uh, welcome to episode 32, everybody. This is the spoiler edition of the spoiler. Red Man Podcast. Spoiler. We're, we're, where, spoiler alert, we are going to spoil you on Game of Thrones. Mostly Game of Thrones. And I think that's pretty much it, right? Uh, oh, uh, we, are, we do spoil the um, uh, Indiana primary. Oh, and uh, pants spoiler. If, if you are waiting to read about the Indiana primary next week, <laughs> it's going to be spoiled in here. So I feel like we should uh, name this episode uh, Jon Snow is Alive. Go yeah. <laughs> spoilers, though. You put um, spoilers in front and in back. So that spoiler I, alert, Jon Snow is Alive. Yes, I, I had uh, temporarily named it What You Talking About Willis since uh-huh. we learned about Hoder's name. Hoder's name. But, uh, spoiler alert, his name is Willis. Uh, cut the mullet, maybe that, or... Uh, I think of all of our listeners, uh, Vogel may be the only one that actually remembers Wesley Willis and uh, the Probably. Cut the Mullet song. If he's still listening. Maybe Flippo. Flippo may have enjoyed that with us. True. Um, so, yeah, so we talk a lot about Game of Thrones, we talk a little politics, and we talk a lot of... I, don't, uh, I guess a lot's basketball? not the right word. We talk basketball. We talked a little basketball and a and lot th- of politics. And things that trigger Jesse. Yeah, yeah, and things that trigger me that also trigger... Jeremy and Chris, but they will not admit it just to <laughs> no, make it even more in, angry. Incorrect. Invalid. I disagree. Jesse uh, wants to redistribute first class again. <laughs> just put a random seat. <laughs> I want to I wanna make just first class, class great again. <laughs> Jesse is voting for Trump because Trump said he's going to make uh, coach great again. Hey, if he did, he would get my vote. No, but my he's God. never flown coach in his life. Yeah, he's his own goddamn plane. Yeah, yeah, that plane is literally all ultra first class. It's um, great. It's, it's a, fantastic. I it's guarantee a, it's it. The greatest, it's the greatest. The greatest plane first ever. First class plane ever. I assure you. I good assure hands. you. There's nothing yeah, wrong. Great. There's they're nothing wrong with this plane. It's they're the great hands. Plane. Look at these hands. They're big. They're great. They're fantastic. <laughs> I guarantee it. We're gonna have a great vice president too. Huge, huge hands. Huge hands for inside the plane where the first class is. You guys done? No. I'm going to okay. bake cookies for everyone to smell. With my big hands, are you? Spoiler alert, there's a cookie discussion in play <laughs> later in this episode. All right. Uh, you know how to contact us. You know, uh, Tweet us at, at Ran9Space and subscribe on iTunes. For the love of God, please leave us a review. We have one, I think maybe two reviews. Just two. And one of them makes no sense because John Vogel wrote it. So. Uh, sorry. I was, I, we're going to make I, iTunes I great one. again. Yes, I wrote one. But I wrote it in the voice of a pirate hooker. So... Gar. Can you write one as your German person? <laughs> uh, yes, I love the podcast. It's wonderful for the people on it. Can you I write like one as Arnold Schwarzenegger, the motorcycle? To <laughs> <laughs> the Java. There it is. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Java. Enjoy, everybody. Yay! Things are talking about oh, things, things and stuff. stuff. Oh, obviously, yes, that's a thing. Things. So, yeah. Oh, uh, hey, some seriously big news broke right before we started this podcast. Yes. Obviously, I'm talking about the fact that Jon Snow's alive. 
Uh, I guess I did technically break right before the podcast since you just finished watching that. Uh, since I just watched it before the podcast. So for me, Jon Snow being alive just broke before the podcast. Yeah. So, uh, spoilers? Oh, don't. I'll, we'll, we'll record the intro and we will say spoiler alerts. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, yeah, so apparently uh, Teddy Cruz is out. Yes. And we are going to officially get my my uh, nightmare scenario that I'm pretty sure we were talking about in jest a uh, good nine months ago of Hillary versus Trump. Yeah. I, here's the thing. Uh, first of all, we should introduce ourselves because otherwise Jeremy's family would be mad at us again. So I'm, I'm Jesse. Jesse? Yes. Jesse. I'm Chris. And I am not Jesse or Chris. I am Jeremy. Hi, everybody in TV land, uh, podcast land. <laughs> TV land. Yes. Jeremy, our official Java developer. Yeah. Nope. Nope. This podcast brought to you by Java. God damn it. The easiest thing to learn. Nope. <laughs> oh goodness. So uh, yeah. So yes. it looks like it looks like uh, my it. it looks like my dream of a contested convention maybe won't happen now, which is sad. Well, here's the thing. A case Kasich is still in it, meaning that well, he can, he can still win delegates, is what I'm saying. I that mean, is, I guess it's it's theoretically possible that he could keep Trump from getting the number he needs, but it's it's virtually it'll it's virtually impossible at this point. Yeah, I'm here's oh um I'm drinking my usual Trader Joe's bourbon, BT does. DJ's bourbon. They've got a really nice parking lot here. Just FYI, I don't know if they have those in Boston. You know, I mean, I guess that's okay, but what I really like is how wide the aisles are. Oh, so wide. Man, mm. like... You can, have, you can have two carts side-by-side side going down the aisle. In it's weird. Windows. It's weird. It's rude. I know. It's... I mean, there is more space there than at most urban voter precincts. Okay, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Uh, what are you, what are you drinking, Bones? <laughs> I forgot to get a drink. I, which is obviously, uh, I need to go get a drink now. Sorry. Um, you go do we'll that. Be, we'll be right back with uh, how to trigger Jesse. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that's that's easier than Java. That is way easier than Java. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it doesn't pay as well. No, that's it true. doesn't. Crotch shot. Uh, so Welter turned me on to this. Double walled glass um, bourbon uh, rocks glass situation. Mm-hmm. So as you can see, there's there's two there's two sets of glass. So is the ice just in the outer glass? No, it's in the inner glass. Okay. So it's ice double walled to keep it cool. Yes. Ah. To prevent the heat from getting to it. It's very nice. And it is strong because <clears throat> the Ice doesn't melt very quick. So, yay. Yeah. Um, so, I guess we should talk about Game of Thrones first, because I'll have to put lots of spoiler messages at the beginning. Do I sound really quiet to you, by the way? I feel like I sound super quiet. Um, you sound like your normal okay. amount of noise Good. out of your mouth hole. Out of my mouth hole? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. So, all right. You know what? I'll just wait till Chris gets back, and I'll just add this part out. Uh, let's not edit this part out. Let's edit it. 
Um, you should just, you can edit out pieces of it, and it'll yeah. just like and uh, you can make it sound like a broken drive-through speaker, where it's like I can tell you, there's nothing that podcast listeners love more than technical than, issues. Yeah, than not knowing if it's their phone or the podcast that's having. The problems. fuck is going on? Yeah. We, I, we were listening to the you know West Wing Weekly, and at one point, the main two guys, their mics cut off, but the person they're interviewing is still talking. And I'm like, nice. uh, I'm like what's wrong? What's happening right now? What are this? So I'm having uh, some of my barrel-aged Manhattan BT dubs. Nice. Yep, I forgot that I still had some. It was in, a, it was in my bottle buried in the back somewhere. Buried bottle back. Ah, so delicious. Triple B's. Uh, I, right. was I was telling Jesse earlier, uh, I've got Welter recommended this double-walled rocks glass. Ooh. It's made of glass. It is not plastic. Ah. Uh, and it um, it's good. Can you explain what would happen, though, if like you had a curved piece of ice in it, and then you were trying <laughs> to pour bourbon into it? <laughs> um, uh, like, are you trying to shove the piece of ice into it, perhaps? Maybe are you trying uh, to put put a put a large ball of ice into the glass and shove it in? Oh, see, no, that's what I did when I cut myself, and I still have tendon problems. No, no, I'm talking about the time on the podcast when you tried to explain how when you poured bourbon into a glass with a piece of ice in it, it did something, and you spent <laughs> about ten minutes trying to explain it. And I believe I believe a spoon was involved at some point. Yeah, or or maybe the ice was shaped like a spoon. Listen, I don't really. Oh know. yeah, the ice had a cup in it, and then I poured it, and then it it circled right back out of the ice. It was like a half pipe. Ah. Like, think of a half pipe in a in a skater, but the skater's bourbon, and the half pipe instead of made out of wood, it's uh it's ice. It was a like it was a malformation in ice. It didn't it didn't form properly. I think Jen was too close to it when Did it was. You say it was a Malfoy. Nope, nope, no. Nope, nope. No. Don't put Malfoy's in my mouth. Whatever, you'd be into that. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good thing. Have you um, seen him? Have you seen him? He's grown up into a nice looking little fella. Yeah. <laughs> saying. Uh yeah, no, I like I said I'm not against it. Ah. Um yeah, so that's uh and then the bourbon went all over the place. Yeah. And th and this has been episode thirty two of Bourbon Talk. <laughs> um yeah. So, no. Game of Thrones. Let's do this. Oh, man. That episode was amazing. Jesse, I don't have my script for today. Where's our, where's so, our uh, script uh, here? Game of Thrones, NBA, mm -hmm. general cultural things. What's triggering, trigger, triggering me today? Uh, who's, <laughs> who, who's general cultural things? Uh, you know... Um, you know so other that, TV was a, that was a nice visual gag for everybody at home. I saluted. Is general cultural things? Is he? Um, is that a new character in Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah. He's um, the culture knight. God, I, I I'm terrible nope. at jokes today. Wow. Today. Today. Yeah. yeah only today. Just today. Yeah. Game of Thrones, though. I mean, all kinds of fun stuff Holy happening. Shit. Yeah. I was impressed. Can I say how happy I am that the TV show decided to skip Tyrion's journey, like in the in the the Marine area, but never actually getting there? Oh it yeah, was so boring. Yeah, and like you knew where it was headed, and you just 
we're waiting to get there, and you're still yeah. waiting because the book hasn't come out. And I I loved I loved the even though it was in the trailer, I still loved uh, his delivery of the line "I drink and I know things." <laughs> it, it, this That's is what, what I, I do. do. This is what I do. I drink and I know things. <laughs> yeah. I also like how he like. Uh, he realized he can't make the same kind of jokes with both Varys and um, what's his face, like with two eunuchs in the room. Like it doesn't work as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, he's he's like he's like I don't make dwarf jokes. And he's like yeah, yeah, but you think them. Yeah, but yeah, but you think them. <laughs> so, uh, I guess our pat- podcast would be more of a, a Tyrion Snow versus Tyrion Lannister because we drink and we don't know and we know yeah. nothing. Oh yes, yeah, we know nothing. Yeah, we know nothing. Um. So. Yeah, so Jon Snow brought back to life as yeah. everyone predicted. Yeah, yep. you could you could tell it wasn't uh, it was like a a live person there the whole time. Anyways, I am glad that they didn't draw it out because I I had I mean I was afraid it was going to be one of those things where they draw it out over five episodes and it's just get get it over with. Or they or they visit it once and then they visit it again on the fifth episode. Yeah, I, I like I like that they got past that the big question or whatever so that they could get on to all the good stuff because the smaller questions well i mean the the more interesting questions because everyone knew the answer they just didn't know the how they were yeah. always going to bring john snow back whether it was the obvious one with melisandra or some other method i like the getting past that so we can get into some interesting things uh, I'm really excited about that we're getting back to the the interesting the the Iron Island story. Yeah. Yeah. So which which of the Greyjoys was that? Was that Euron or who? That was, was Euron. Yeah. I don't think they. I don't think they're gonna have the other brother. In the, in well, the I'm wondering if they're kind of melding them together. Maybe. Or maybe that's um maybe that's maybe that, that's who Ian McShane's playing is the other brother. Okay. Which Wait, be interesting. Do we know that Ian McShane's in it? Yeah, yeah he's in Ian it. McShane is in it. But uh, I don't think they've said who. I, I think he's actually uh, playing uh, uh, the his character from Kings. Oh, that'd be awesome. Nice Kings reference. Yeah, shout yeah. out to the TV show Kings. Shit, that, that was, was a great show. show. It was, was a, a great, great show. great show. It was on for maybe 10 episodes? Yes, yeah. barely. And NBC was like, you know what? We're done. I'm like, yeah. no, I, I like alt futures. This is entertaining, people. No, Literally everyone I know watched that show, and we must have been the only 20 people who watched that show. <laughs> I know, right? I, I, uh, love, I love the idea of how would America work if it were an anarchy. I just or not anarchy, it, monarchy, whatever. Yeah. I got it almost all, all of it, the words I, together. I just, I loved how it was written. It just sounded different than the yeah. world we live in. It was so, yeah, it was awesome. I enjoyed it, and plus you had uh, the the gay Winter Soldier, and that's true. Uh, it's true. It's true. Uh, that was, it was a good cast. I, I really liked it. It was like they, they got the blandest white guy to play David. It was so good. <laughs> He's so perfect for David. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, yes. All right. So going back to Game of Thrones, question: Do do you think that John's, uh, you know, allegiance to the Night's Watch is over now that he's has died and come back to life? Well, here's the thing: there isn't really much of a Night's Watch. So that's true. Now, I think, uh, technically speaking, he has fulfilled his oath in that he died and now he's brought yeah. back to life. So I think there's the out there. Um, but what I think is that he's going to be more focused on what the intent and mission of the Night's Watch, it, Night's Watch is versus the Night Watch itself. The Night Watch. The Night Watch. The Night Watch is a completely different thing. Yeah. Well, you gotta get rid, you gotta get rid of that night soil. So yeah. you have to have the Night Watch. 
I, I was thinking I was thinking more uh uh Firefly, you know. Oh, like, yes. Uh, sorry. Um but no, I so I think I think his focus is going to be in doing what it takes to uh stop the White Walkers and the and the Night's King. So whether that is going south to gather the necessary armies or what. I don't know. I think that's yeah. going to be more of his focus now. If Ramsey is heading towards Castle Black to take on uh, the Jon Snow and what he doesn't realize are army of wildlings. Speaking of, uh, when they were trying to knock down the door to get after uh, Davos and to get to Jon's body, um, I was chanting one one. I was chanting one, yes. one, one, yes. one, yeah. one, one, and then I hear the banging, and then it does the banging on the door. And I'm like one, 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 yeah. one, and then he busts through, and that was amazing. I love that guy. Like if, if I was ever an extra in one of these shows, I want to be the guy who shoots accidentally too early, who <laughs> always gets killed. Like the uh, old guy, the old guy in uh, Lord of the Rings movies. This guy who literally gets smushed like a bug against a wall. <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily, Michelle doesn't kill you for that. You know, Ew. shooting too early. You know, Ew. 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 talking Ew. about sexual relations. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by subtext. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure by the end of that it was just text. <laughs> it was just text. It 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 uh, it escalated into text. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, Jeremy, I, I believe you have not read the books, right? I have not. Because in the books, it's not him letting in the wildlings that gets him stabbed. It's wanting to go save Winterfell that gets him stabbed. Really? Yes. Huh. Interesting. Remember, like, he lets the one he let he lets the wildlings through, and then he gets a letter about what's happening in Winterfell, and he's like, "Listen, guys, I gotta go take care of this. I'll be back in like three months." Mm-hmm. And that's when they that's when they stab him for both things. So I feel like that's gonna. I mean, the fact that I don't think Roose Bolton's gonna die in the books. I mean, maybe he has to now, but. I think it it being Ramsey now, like Jon Snow really wants to kill him real bad. Oh yeah, yeah, super bad. Doctor. Also, you know, there's going to be a massive dog direwolf fight, and oh, that just happens. Nice. Also, where is Arya's direwolf? She's a huge presence in the books, always in the background. There's always this like yes. magical band of wolves going around. I know it's a direwolf leading uh, yeah. a bunch of regular wolves around, yes. causing causing chaos. It's it's like Tolkien's eagles, but in wolf form. Like they're gonna appear at some point and just kill lots of people. It's gonna be yeah, great. that'll be awesome. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. So now you've got uh, Arya coming back to further her training. Yeah. Uh, now that she is no one. Um, which, by the way, not the hardest test to fail, right? She was just like, I keep saying no one, no matter what he says. Like it was pretty obvious. I feel like that would be tough to resist, though. Someone's giving you your sight back. I mean, maybe, but like, I feel like at that point, you know, he's not actually gonna do it. Well, but the thing is, he probably would. It's just you're you would no longer be one of the trainees, right? Mm-hmm. That yeah, that yeah. was well. That's the way I took it, at least, and maybe mm-hmm. that's not. But the way I took it was that if she says her name, she goes back to being Arya Stark. She gets her sight back. She goes on her merry way, but she's no longer part of this. Mm. Um, one thing I have to compliment the show for is doing what, uh, like the opposite of what Martin was doing in the books, which was keeping the characters we want to interact from interacting. Like in yeah. the book, you know, the, he, he's keeping Tyrion away from Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Um, Varys wasn't even there. But he's like, yeah. no, Tyrion's go, Var- Varys goes. And yeah. putting 
Breen and Pod together with, with yes. Sansa, and then Davos. Which again, like Davos was on a side mission in the books. He's not at Castle Black. I know. Wasn't he? Stabbed. Wasn't he looking for Rickon? No. Uh, no, he was at the the other port with Fatty McGee. I can't remember. Oh, that's name. right. The what were they? What was their name? The White Halls. Uh, no. Chubbs Brand- McKenzie. Chubbs uh, McKenzie. Great, great, great barons. No. Um, Grand Bear. Largey McHuge Pants. Yeah. <laughs> like he gets, he gets made fun of because he can't ride a horse because he's too fat. Yes. Oh. Like Great John. Great, great John, great, something Great John. I feel like Great John was involved in it. Uh, great John was one of uh, the Stark Bannermen, but I don't know if he was part of this family. No, no, this. Well, this guy was one of the Stark uh, Bannermen that they're going to, that he was going to in the books. I thought. Uh, uh, readers, look it up. But um, like, like that's where George R. R. Martin proved to me that he wasn't going to kill Jon Snow because he makes it look like Davos died. I'm like, you're not killing Davos, and it was true. Yeah. So. The only thing I'm gonna miss now is that you knew in the next book when you brought John back, the chapter name was not gonna be John. It was gonna be someone else's point of view. I was very curious about how he was gonna tell that story, and I guess we'll so still you, see that. But uh, so, do you think it'll be so? If, if Davos isn't there, do you think it'll be a Melisandre chapter? Haven't we had a Melisandre chapter? I, we have I think one or two, not a lot, but a couple. So uh, maybe it'll be a Melisandre. Is it, yeah. is it when she had her smoke monster baby? Yeah. Well, here's here's the funny thing. In the book, she does not see. Uh, the other priest bring people back to life. So she must either already uh-huh. know how to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. They never interact with them in the books. So the show was just smart enough to set that up. I yeah, how, that's true. I don't, how, I don't know how the books will do it, but I imagine uh, it'll be more complicated. Retconning. Yeah, yeah. Troll so we finally, respond, Jeremy. Uh, we're finally getting the the three eyed raven too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which which like cast. like everyone else on the internet, I was like, when he's gonna give give him the map to where Luke is. Because hurry this up already. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking, I'm wondering if next week we're going to get uh, the Tower of Light or if it's just going to be um, the... Well, is, maybe it'll just be the tournament part of it. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Because, you know, they showed in the previews... Yeah. Oh, it's, it's definitely... It's definitely... They're showing Jon Snow's Parentage. That, that's what we're getting this season with those flags. At flat- some point. Uh, no, I, I think you're right. I don't think it'll be next week. I think that one will will go a little bit further. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm excited because, you know, the, the show didn't want to use flashbacks. Yeah. But I like, like this This allows them to tell mm-hmm. a lot of the backstory that they could have done via flashback, but it wouldn't have been as, as interesting. Well, so. they were talking about that in the inside the episode or whatever that was on, on HBO Go afterwards. Yeah, I saw, talked I saw about, that too. Yeah, so they talked about that... They don't. They feel that a, a regular flashback is lazy storytelling, which is fair. But by having um, an actual see, uh, character seeing it, so you can kind of see yeah. uh, the flashback through their eyes instead of it. Hey, here's a thing that happened. We're seeing it through Brand's eyes. I mean, come on though. Which just feels because, like a little bit of a cop out, but still. yeah, it's uh, just because you change the perspective doesn't mean it isn't a flashback. But hey. Uh, Are you going back in time to see what things happened? Yes. Okay, then it's a fucking flashback. You're props, a flashback. Props you're to flashback. Props to the actor playing Bran for like making walking look so enjoyable. Because like you can tell he's super happy that he can walk in these visions. Yeah. He's like yeah. he's like sauntering towards yeah. his, his his dad and uncle. Um, also, like his balls have dropped. That voice has gone down like three <laughs> octaves. Yeah, we, we missed a season of him, and it's like, oh, he's not a kid anymore. He's like, yeah. oh. he's like I'm Bran. Hey, hey, everybody, I'm Brand. Nice to meet you. How you doing? Yep. 
and then uh, I assume at some point we'll get the story of Hoder becoming Hoder. Yeah, right. I, instead of I, Willis. I from from what I've been reading, I think they mentioned one of the books that he got. Yeah, oh, Wesley Willis. Rest in uh, peace, Wesley Willis. That mullet. Your hair looks so, make you look like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I believe he w- he was kicked in the head by a horse. That's what yeah. makes the most sense because they, they I think that's right. They, they nodded at it hard. They're like, "Oh no, you can't do that. We've got to go back to the stables because he's a stable boy, everyone. Yeah, yeah. He's in the stables, we're everyone. We're, we're he's, safe. Uh, we're around safe. horses we're quite often, stable, and in the stable. future, he definitely oh, no. can't speak because he's in a stable. Yep. Uh, everyone. Speaking, speaking of, of speaking of unstable, what about Ramsey and uh, yeah. Christ. God, that was unnecessary. Dog. And there was so much buildup. Like I kept Nora kept like covering up her eyes and ears like every time it seemed like Ramsey was about about to do something like, "Here, let me hold my brother." And yeah. you're like, "Oh god, he's going to crush the life out." I was like, "Oh, give it back." Oh, he's okay. He's going to rip okay. the head of the baby nope. off. All right. Oh, okay. We're going in this room. Oh god, he's letting the dogs out. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god, like, no. Yeah, he's always like they didn't need. It's one of those things where we are. Everyone already hates this character. They don't need to do this, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, it, 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 the the most shocking part is that Ramsey did not see that coming. Like you can't dangle something in front of your you know bastard child, and then when that thing actually happens, not be surprised when the guy yeah. lashes out by stabbing you. Like he taught Ramsey to do that. Yeah, yeah. it sounds like it's a, and it sounds like he maybe had it. Planned. Oh, he definitely had it planned because uh, that other dude didn't even flinch. Yeah, yeah the car start. That other guy in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah server. The car starts. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, like, I, I understand them. They're loyal. Their loyalty, you know, being broken to the Starks. But you know, maybe play the long game here. I don't think the Boltons are long for this world. Yeah, but who? I mean, that's the problem. There's not a a strong northern presence to get behind. I yeah, I feel like with Sansagon, the car Starks could be that. I mean, they are literally part of the Stark family. They are a branch of the Stark family. Anyway, we don't have to get into the yeah. deep history of northern families in Game of Thrones. But what about the Umbers? The Umbers. <laughs> and the, the family from the really fat guy whose name we can't remember. Mitch. Yes. Mendenhall? No. That's, that, that was nope. a running back for the Steelers. <laughs> Richard Mendenhall. Uh, Good job. Good job. Uh, yeah, he's the, uh, the Steelers of the, of, of the Pittsburgh. Yep. Of the House Pittsburgh. Of the House Pittsburgh. Yep. I swear Whitehall is in the name somewhere. Anyway. Um, okay, so what else ha- interesting in Game of Thrones? Uh, uh, other than, uh, other than, like, wait, was it this week or was it the episode one where they just killed half of the Doran story, which was fine by me, but there's like stabs. Oh, stab, stab, stab. No, that was that was last week. Okay. The only thing they mentioned is that they haven't found um, the Prince Prince Tristane's killer. Yeah. Which lets you know that there's a couple of sand snakes running around King's Landing somewhere that'll that uh, will will come back at some point. Hey, uh, where's where's Bronn? Huh? They, where, they haven't shown Bronn yet. Like he came back. Oh, from Dorne, oh. right? I guess not. Sorry, I thought I thought you were mispronouncing Bran, and oh. I was confused for a second. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> George R. R. Martin, not the most creative when it comes to names. Ah. Uh. Um, because oh, I, I believe someone named Caven. Yeah, Caven. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. They haven't they haven't done anything with him. I, I don't know. There's uh, you also have the faith people. 
Yes, which, oh, okay, yes. can we talk about this for a second? Because I love, this was one of the storylines from the books that I loved, is that Cersei, in her own stupidity, not really thinking about the history and the reason yes. why the Faith Militant was disbanded in the first place, uh-huh. does it just to, you know, one-up somebody else in her mm-hmm. long, you know, epic battle of losing things. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's this massive army just sort of re reappear, and now right. they have to deal with it. And I, I feel like the show hasn't done as well as the books did of, like, why the Faith Militant is so powerful and why... It was such a big mistake. Yeah, she, or like the history, the history behind. Yeah. What I mean, didn't it involve um, like a, a bunch of armies and maybe some dragons to take to put yeah. down the faith militant before? Oh, really? And then they were effectively banned from being armed. Yeah. It was no longer a faith militant. Yeah. Also, didn't they have like, uh, isn't there like flag or sigil like a almost a rainbow? I feel like there was a rainbow thing in there somewhere, but may, maybe that'll come later. Gay. Yeah, they're 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 pretty the anti fabulous, but uh, I I have seen the episodes. They are definitely not fabulous. Yeah, but I'm I'm excited for them just you know fucking shit up in King's Landing because like there's a lot of you know when you have this many wars and this many people dying, like, there's a lot of upset people with yeah. nothing to do and no jobs and no homes. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna grab whatever they can, and start swinging it at people. I'm excited, including their dicks. Yeah. I'm uh, speaking of dicks. That the guy who was talking about waving his dick at Cersei, R- Sir Robert Strong, just smashing his head yeah. against a brick and it, the back of it exploding. Oh my yeah. god! Literally, as it's happening, I said out loud, "I'm like, oh, this guy is gonna die horribly, very soon." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's the only reason to show that scene. You're like, oh, this guy yeah. is gonna get it. And yeah, that Sir Robert Strong is a mountain of a man. Ooh. Is that really a pun? Like. Well, he's not technically the mountain right now. It's it's one of those worst kept secrets in the world. Yeah, he's not the mountain. He's Sir Robert Strong, even though anyone with eyes can tell that it's a reanimated corpse of the mountain. Yeah, obviously. Right. So yes, in that way, it's a pun. All right, pun explained. I'm hoping I'm hoping that uh, Jamie with Braun end up going and doing the uh, Riverlands storyline or whatever where they're kind of cleaning up the... Yeah, they must. That, that storyline's... I don't, I don't know if it's super important, but like I feel like it's necessary for Jamie's character because, again, like in the books, he's far away from Cersei when she's, when she's um, you know, in, imprisoned by the church and doesn't come back when Cersei calls him. And yeah. so like I don't know how they're going to play this off now because like, he's, he's much more in her camp than he was in the books, so... Well, and he he was um, it also helped a lot with his character development and how he became more of a good man, or at least yeah. revealed that part of his character more. Yeah. But and I think I think they have to get out there so we can get re uh, introduced to uh, the Hound, who I think is hiding out there, the and hound. then then there is. Um, Depending on how they treat the character, but there was the uh, holy man who the Hound was kind of hanging out with. Remember in the books, he was a priest that was like going around, and I think because there was a large grave dig. Because the only reference I think in the books was to a large grave digger that they don't specifically say is the Hound, but you kind of suspect. Yeah. Well, like, and aren't people like getting murdered left and right, and people think it's uh, the mountain? Like, it, they they think it's the hound, but it's actually the mountain, or maybe that's earlier. Anyway, yeah, doesn't matter. I, I know, I'm, you know, I want the I want the Tully family back because they're always entertaining to, like, like the the 
the siege of House Tully was kind of fun. Like I thought it was the fun part of the book, where everyone's just like, "Yes, we have to do this," and the one guy's like constantly complaining that it's his house now. And they're like, "Yes, shut up! Like we have to take it first. He's like, "Don't destroy my new house!" And they're like, "Shut it!" Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I that so. Yeah. Um. So what else happened other than the fact that uh, apparently, if you looked very closely, one of the dragons Tyrion touched is the colors of both House Lannister and House Targaryen. Leading to the fact that, so one of the theories is that Tyrion is half Lannister, half Targaryen. That what what broke what broke apart his dad and the Mad King was the Mad King slept with Tyrion's mom, and that Tyrion is half, which would allow the, him to ride a dragon, John to ride a dragon, and Daenerys to ride a dragon. There are three dragons. Ah, yes. It, is the current theory, which I think is interesting because... I've heard that theory quite a bit. That's an interesting theory. The, and the show, the show does a really good job of every time um, uh, Tywin talks about Tyrion, he's always talking about how no one, like, since I can't prove you're not my son, and mm-hmm. they tell me you're, you're my son, and yes. you came out of my wife's vagina, that you are my son. But he's like, you're not my son. So maybe yes. maybe he wasn't... Maybe he truly wasn't asshole. his son. Yeah. That'd be, I mean, that would be, I mean, to be able to sort of bond with dragons like that, you kind of have to have some dragon blood in you, and the only family that does that is the Targaryens. As you well, would learn if you read the history of Westeros, large book you, that I have. You always go back to the the name of the series is A Song of Ice and Fire. Jon Snow is the would be the embodiment of ice mm. and fire. That's true. Think about and, it. And, that, and that's always been a battle between white zombies and dragons. Racist. Yeah. Yeah. And direwolves. I assume one of the direwolves is going to be able to shoot fire out of their mouth at some point. But. <laughs> well, John's wolf does have those red eyes. It's true. I, 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 mean, I, I was kind of hoping like they, that they would open the door and just let Ghost go at those guys for a couple oh, minutes. Oh, man. I was, so, I was like, I, yeah. I was still waiting for it. I was still mm. waiting for it. Mm. Uh, that would be awesome. Like, the CGI of those of, of Ghost is getting way better. And the CGI of those dragons was great. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just Tyrion looking at tennis balls, and, like, I totally believed it. Yeah. That he that was, was looking awesome. at tennis balls? Yes. I, like, I liked, he let, the, he let the one dragon go, and the other dragon shows up and yeah. startles him, and yeah, he's like, like oh, what's going ahem, on? Ahem, and the dragon's like, um, me, <laughs> my turn. Yep. I'm next, right? Yep. Yeah, this, or this we're going to have a fucking problem, son. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they're unchanged, what? but they're still, like, he left the door open, but I don't think they can fit through the door anymore. They, well, okay. They Are they going to burst? I mean, uh, if they're going to burst through, at least show them bursting through, is what I'm saying. I'm, well, I'm pretty sure that they were bigger than that door when they went down there. They weren't babies. They weren't babies, but I thought they were at least thin enough to walk I don't. I them. don't know if that's true or not. Yeah. At least we don't get the Dorne subplot of the other prince trying to impress Daenerys by dying spectacularly. So, spoiler alert, there was more Dorne characters, and they were kind of the worst. So. Well, then you just edit them out. Yeah. Although there was the story where you had the um, the Night's Guard falling in love with uh, one of the Dorn princesses. And yeah. There was some interesting things. That going part was on. fine. That part was fine. But the the, the the contingent that was sent over to Marine. Oh, because, I forgot about that. Because yeah. Dorn had signed a contract with um, uh, the Targaryens to marry one of their daughters to asshole McGee. Daenerys' brother, and he's like, well, we'll just flip it. And Daenerys was like, um, no? Yeah. Well, you're welcome to stay here for a while. Yeah. We'll flip the script. So do you ever. think we'll ever get um, the, uh, what was his name? The Mitch. 
the maybe or maybe not fake Aegon. Oh, yeah, I don't know, because, one, Tyrion was really involved in that story. I know. And two, I don't know, I think George R. R. Martin was just stalling for time with that storyline. I really do. Because Daenerys was obviously going to beat him at some point. Or they were yeah. going to team up. And if they're going to team up, then what's the point of his character? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll bring him in. Again, they have an, uh, this full season, and then like one and a half more seasons if they're going to make the last few short to, to fill. But I don't know if they if they need that storyline right now. Yeah. I. There was a lot of Dance of Dragons. Like, a lot of those chapters about what's-his-face. Mm-hmm. And who's her name? I mean, because they gave the dragon scale to the other guy, Friendzone. And yeah. friend zone. Oh yeah, sir friend zone. Yeah, sir friend zone. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure his sir got stripped away when he was, you know, expelled. So, uh, when yeah, he was a slave. You get involved in one slave trade and human trafficking, and suddenly you're no longer uh, a knight of the realm. Yep. Nope. I'm I'm pretty sure those are the rules. So you're telling me that if Patrick Stewart decided to get involved in human trafficking, he would get stripped of his knightdom? Well, he's Sir Peastu. He's special. Ah. <laughs> Sir Peastu. Jesus. Um, speaking of that, like, they've mentioned them, but they haven't shown any of the, um, what, the, army, the armies for hire either, really, in Game of Thrones, have they? There's like four different, you know, dragons well, armies for hire. Remember they did a little bit um, uh, early on, because that's where that... Uh, one swarthy fellow who was uh, banging oh, yeah. um, came from. Uh, Remember, Dario. he kill he killed his other captains mm. for her. That's true. And then he switched. And then he switched bodies. So yeah, but they, that's right. Um, they were the what were they called? The the second sons. Or there, there were the second sons. There was the. Uh, They're the seventh son of the seventh son. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. Not really. It's a terrible movie. Seventh son is what I'm talking about. Oh. Jeff Bridges. Yes, it made no money. Witches. Julian Moore. All right, I'm done talking about that movie. Oh, okay, uh, good. Yeah, so that was a lot of Game of Thrones, so... Yes. Uh, what about... What about what? Real, real quickly, speaking... Yep. I tried to make this segue earlier, but you guys didn't let me. Speaking of horses, did any of you watch the most recent Silicon Valley? Holy shit. Uh, I did not, but go ahead. Oh, well, my God. I don't know if I want to spoil this for you, buddy. Jeremy, what do you think? Oh, my God. I feel uh, like we should just let him watch it. Yeah, you should see it. Let's just say a horse is involved. That's all. All right. We're going to move on. Okay. Uh, so then uh, maybe we should talk about the real-life Game of Thrones. Um, our, uh, time for us all to uh, welcome our uh, new Trump overlord. Uh, guys, I'm going to have to move to Canada. <laughs> uh, let's all move to Costa Rica. Yay! Yeah. You can probably do Java development remotely. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, real quickly, it's uh, the armies that you can hire are the Second Sons, the Storm Crows, the Windblown, and the Golden Company. Ah, the Golden Company. Yes. Also, also, the Company of the Cat, which I feel like has not been written about enough, because they should be led by Sir Pounce. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, get so, it, because so, yeah, it's a cat. Yeah. How long did uh, Cruz and Fiorina? How long were they a ticket? Like four days. 
Well, I, don't, I feel like there was no recovery from that awkward handshake. Handshake? God. Was that, it really that awkward? Like, that, that gif is pretty terrible. It reminds me of like something that would happen in Veep. Yeah. I don't know if any of you watch Veep, <laughs> yeah. but there would be like, uh, no, my hand's on top. No, oh, okay, well, I was planning on having my hand on top. No, my hand will be on top, and then all of that shit happened. Like, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened, is yep. they were both fighting for on top hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I mean, it was, it, was a, it, was a sh- it was a shot in the dark to begin with, so... But here's... So here's the, and the then fun she, part. she creepily sang to people... Yeah. Yeah, to uh, Cruz's daughters who um, who do not want to be there. Uh, who's who's Trump's VP going to be? That's the most fascinating thing now for me. Oh god, oh god. Carly, F- like Fiorna. I can only hope it's like on the Fiorna. level. Of, yeah. No, you, 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 here's the thing: you need your VP to be an attack dog, but Trump's the attack dog. Right. So, so you're doing a little reverse thing where the VP is like, the calm one. Maybe. Or the asleep one in Ben Carson's case. So that way, that way, when they're uh, promoting, um, they can say, "Hey, but at least we're only a heartbeat away from uh, car." Nope, no, not better. Um, uh, he'll probably be Trump's son, Paul Ryan. <laughs> I, Paul Ryan doesn't want anything to do with Trump. No, Paul, Paul Ryan is already like set up to constantly fight with Trump, but I'm kind of excited for it because Paul Ryan's going to show some, you know, some actual metal. So, yeah, um, like, so that he can uh, challenge uh, Queen Hillary in four years. I'm I'm hoping it's like on the level of Ross Perot's VP, who I can't remember his name, but I remember him being hilarious. Hilariously, if, like he couldn't hear. Like I don't know if you remember the VP debate where his uh, his uh, I don't, I don't thing stopped working, and he had like it was great. It was like the most senior moment on television. <laughs> like, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but um, here his hearing aid went out. Oh, so great. That's amazing. And there was an SNL skit where Ross, Ross Perot was driving him out to the country and like left him there like a dog that like he can't keep anymore. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Run, go play, boy. Uh, so uh, one of the um, uh, for one of the guys running for the Libertarian ticket, he has picked a running mate, and it is a um, uh, Islamic American. So that would be that would be interesting if if he. I think it's. I think it's one of the guys who probably it's the one that's not Gary Johnson who has him picked as his running mate, but it's not the um, the representative from Minnesota, is it? The the Muslim American person. I'm guessing not, because I guess a Democrat, but I I no, I don't think it was him. And this guy's a libertarian as well. Yeah, the guy who was sworn in on the Quran and people freaked out for a week. Of course. But, oh no. Oh no, guys, it's scary. Yeah. Sharia law and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, the uh, uh, world's going to uh, Hades in a handbasket. In a... Gilded handbasket. Yay! I don't know. Like, at, at Blazoned point, with Donald Trump. Like, here's the thing. At this point, it... You know, in most presidential elections, it is usually an argument over the, you know, philosophy of governing, right? With lots of shit thrown in the middle. Lots of name-calling and whatnot. Uh, but there's always been sort of a layer of seriousness to it. That is gone now. Like, only one party is taking this seriously now. And so it's going to be fun to see what happens. I'm, kind of, I'm looking forward to this because it is literally going to be a shit show for six well, months. Well, I, I don't know that I totally agree with that. I don't think it's that one party is – it's one candidate is. that. I think there are plenty of Republicans who are taking this seriously, and that's why they're scared shitless about having Trump 
as their uh, presidential candidate and why so many of them were trying to figure out some way to block him from, from getting the candidacy. But it's very clear that there is one candidate in this election that doesn't take any of this shit seriously. It's clear that he's just trying to say and do whatever he crazy shit he possibly can because it's working for him. He under he understand. I mean, to give Trump credit for one thing, is that he understands what people pay attention to, mm-hmm. which is not it's not policy, it's not seriousness. It is like the reason why things bounce off him when he says crazy things because he knows people just forget and move on. And there's he's not being held to a politician standard. He knew that. He knew he never was going yeah. to be. So he can say whatever he wants and move on. Which you know, if I think once other people understand that then you change how you attack him. You can't attack him like a normal politician. You can't, because it's not going to work. He has no moral center to be attached to or to be worried about, you know, upsetting. He is literally whatever he thinks at that moment. He is id. The end. Ah, okay, okay. So, uh, what country do you think he'll nuke first? Uh, Mexico. Obviously, yeah, obviously when Mexico doesn't pay for the wall... Yeah, they, they <laughs> which didn't didn't the president say I'm not paying for a fucking wall? It was the former president of Mexico, uh, Vicente Fox. See, Vicente Fox. I drink and I know things. I know I who drink. the former president of Mexico was. We're not paying for a fucking wall. I know. I mean, like here's the thing: even most Trump supporters don't believe that he believes what he says. Yeah, which is the crazy part. I'm like, I don't like. Yes, I, politicians. Politicians, I wouldn't say lie all the time, but politicians say things and then have to go back on those things because that's not how politics works. You know, politics is usually about having a belief and then finding something in the middle of that belief that you can hold on to. But he'll do it two or three times in the same day. Yeah. He he, he literally did it, I think, on abortion within one day, like changed his opinion seven times. Yes. Between the morning and the evening. Um, so, I mean, this will, I mean, here's the thing. It's going to, like, as much as everyone hates Trump, it's going to be... Like, the convention numbers are going to be through the roof, and those debate numbers are going to be insane. Like, I have no doubt at some point Hillary's just going to walk over and slap him in the face. And well, that'll be and, the moment she wins. And especially if um, you can, if we get the third party. I mean, because there's lawsuits in place that would get both Libertarian and Green Party candidate in there trying to lower the um, polling numbers. But in certain markets, Gary Johnson's getting dangerously close to hitting the threshold because there's a lot of angry pe- a lot, lot of angry uh, Republicans as well as Bernie Sanders supporters that are at least polling towards Gary Johnson enough to where we could get enough like we did with uh, Ross Perot and how fun was it when Ross Perot was in those debates it was pretty great hey i'm can all I finish? For... can i finish can i finish yeah. his can charts I finish? just so many charts <laughs> so many charts uh, no, I, I would be happy with a third party in there. Like, bring Gus Johnson in. I'm all yeah. for it. Uh, Gary. The Gary? No, sorry, Gus. Gary. I, Gary know, I feel like Gus, 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 Gus Johnson. You know what? Uh, Gus I would vote Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson call the debate. Raining oh, like, buckets. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. That yes. would be awesome. Gus Johnson should be a political analyst because that would be great. So, like him on election night, just reading off the electoral numbers. I want Gus Johnson to do all of the things in my That's life. True. Uh, he should announce everything. Uh, speaking of Gus Johnson, who I think is still on Fox, right? I believe so. Did you guys see that Colin Cowherd and um, Jason Whitlock oh, are going to have a PTI-esque the show? The worst thing that could ever happen I in know. the world. 
I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it because it's gonna be at least it's not uh, Jason Whitlock and um, the other guy who left ESPN, um, Yelly McYell, White Pants. What's his name? Uh, oh, Mitch. um, uh, uh, J- uh, no, I, was, I almost said Jay Billis. Like no, uh, Skip Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. <laughs> Those names are very close. Yeah, isn't he from Oklahoma City? I want to say he is. I think yeah, he has a brother who I think is from Oklahoma City. I don't know. That I think they both him. are, but his brother's an awesome chef. Yes. Is and not a douchebag. No. The, well, wait, I, his, you know what? I can't say that. Is uh, his brother Rick Bayless? Yeah, that's yeah. His, that's 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 his brother. Isn't that crazy? What? Yeah, yeah. Man, mind fucking blown. Yep. Um, but yeah, that show is gonna be actually. Yeah, that makes summer. sense. No shit. I mean, apparently ESPN offered going inside baseball here. Skip. Uh, ESPN offered Skip Bayless like four million dollars a year, and he still left, which makes me think ESPN's really screwed. If they're they're like, uh, that's how much. Well, did Skip you Bayless see how many other people left? I mean, oh yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not a big. I I wouldn't see Skip Bayless as a huge loss. He probably gets them ratings and clicks because you know he's he causes controversy or whatever. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. He's really but good at it and doesn't care. Like losing that's what, Mike Tirico, I think hurts him yes. more. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, uh, Trent Dilfer too. I like Trent Dilfer. I think he does good work from an. Where did Tariko uh, go? Uh, he's I, going to CBS. I, I, I thought he was going. I thought he going to NBC. Is it NBC? Yeah, I thought he was going to do NBC. Like he's going to do football. Who's he's going to do Olympics. Who's the one who? There's another announcer who left. that's going to CBS, and he's going to take over when NBC. One of the, he's yeah. going to NBC Sports. Yeah. There's another guy who just left like three days ago, but or left a couple days before Tariko. And he's going to be going to CBS. I think he's taking over for uh, one of the SEC on CBS guys who's about to retire. But it doesn't matter. I mean, they're they're le- I mean, they've lost four or five significant talent. Yeah. People over the last couple of weeks. Well, yeah. They're bleeding. Here's the thing. ESPN's um, ESPN's end goal is no longer on-air talent that people can attach themselves to because. They know people aren't watching SportsCenter. I watched uh, SportsCenter the first time the other day. It was two random people I'd never seen before in my yeah, life. Some yeah. dude I'd never seen, some lady I'd never... No idea who they are. Haven't seen them on anything, because I usually only watch games on ESPN at this point. I never watch SportsCenter. So Why would was, you? You can get your highlights from anywhere now. Exactly. So, so. And, uh, exactly. So I, I was watching that, I was like, who the hell are these people? Yeah. They're not funny. No. Uh, like the the idea of a centralized place where where's the one place you could get the highlights from that doesn't exist anymore. So yeah, ESPN, I think like, uh, ESPN decided like no none of their people can be bigger than their brand, and so any interesting person is eventually just gonna have to leave because they're gonna try to be themselves, and ESPN's gonna be like no, can't do that. So yeah, well, and I I think I think it was on. Um, and now I'm trying to remember. Uh, Keith Oberman, he was... What podcast was he on recently that I was, was listening it to? Jonah Carey? Oh, yeah, it was Jonah Carey. It was like his second podcast. Yeah. He was talking about this, how the problem with those sports shows now is they try to cater to everyone. So I don't care about baseball. I don't care about hockey. So if I'm watching SportsCenter, hockey comes up, I'm done watching. Yeah. Or... <laughs> Generally, baseball. Now, I like to watch when they do the web gyms or yeah. highlights. I'll watch a little bit of baseball, but if they go into a baseball analysis section, I'm most likely going to be looking for something else because I can get highlights from the playoff games or or whatever much easier. You know, 
if I want to, I can find a show about or podcast about the NFL draft. I want to recap on it. Speaking Whoa. of that, should we talk about the draft? Eh, That's a big thing. It, I guess I don't care. Like the NFL draft, like, and the NFL tried to make it this big, you know, like multiple day event. I don't. None of the players. I wasn't like, yay, you know, this one player I liked in college went to this one team. Yeah. I didn't. There was no one really. I mean, like the the first two players were from teams I like had never heard of. So you never heard of Cal? I, I mean, like California. I, I've never, heard of it's, uh, of California. Okay, University in Berkeley. Yeah. It's actually in Berkeley. They're the the gold. I'm talking guys. about the other guy. Mitch Grinder. Yeah. Mitch Grinder. Yeah. From the right, University so of Who the Fuck Cares. I was in. I was actually Jeff in Scott. Chicago this weekend, and honestly, when I said this, I completely forgot the draft was going to be there. <laughs> um, and of course, I just, I just, I just skated off to Chicago decide, for the weekend to do Chicago they stuff. They decide to do it outside in fucking Chicago in April. And it was rainy and cold and fucking miserable, and they're doing all these outside events. I tried I tried to go for it. I think I spent... I think we spent maybe a total of 30 minutes there. Because it's just miserable. They have all these outdoor things set up, but why do you want to go when it's raining and wind blowing cold? It's just awful. Yeah, but, why, I understand going to other cities, but why Chicago at that time? I mean, it's stupid. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, I'm now of the opinion that... Like the NFL draft doesn't. It's something I'm gonna dedicate time to watching because I will get, I'll get who, who the you know the teams I care for who they got you know the next yeah. day. I'm not gonna spend five hours watching it. Like it's not. I don't care that yeah. much about these people at this moment. Yeah. The NFL wants me to care. I don't. I'm sorry. Like there there are NBA playoff games on that I care about. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that then, since that's what we care about. So we've been mostly right. In mm-hmm. our predictions, uh, mm-hmm. the one the one upset has been uh, the Clippers losing to Portland, and that's because only their two All Stars got injured. Yeah, like so. that's I I feel bad for them, even though apparently they are the most hated team in the NBA at the moment. So Portland? No, uh, the Clippers. Clippers. Why? Well, because apparently they don't like each other, uh, um, and when like they when they play other teams, they play what some would consider dirty. Like yeah. Chris Paul is not really liked by other NBA players. Yeah, because he's he's an asshole and a bossy one at that. Like to play with him is to be bossed around. And two, apparently, like he likes but kicking people in the nuts, right? Like yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a he's a nut shotter. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, uh, the obviously the biggest story at this point is Steph Curry being injured and what's no way the, of knowing yeah. when he's going to be back. What's the status on that? Have they said what like what their estimate is on? Last I heard was that. He he. Ha- there's a chance he could be back by the conference finals. A wow. chance, but so I, mean, they, I, I still think they can beat Portland without him. But. Yes, they're good enough to beat Portland. I mean, especially if if uh, Draymond Green is playing the way he did uh, the other night. Yeah, I mean, and, and this is Clay Thompson's time to shine. Like Clay Thompson, like is the sort of shot guards I grew up loving in like the '90s. Like he's the yeah. right size, he's the right build, he's the right the way he shoots, the way he plays. Like I'm I'm excited. Like you know, he he is sort of the you know. Jordan-esque, you know, mm. sort of playing style of shot guard, and like that hasn't been really a prevalent in the NBA in a while. Yeah, it's been a, lot of point, it's been a lot of point guards and small forwards, and not shot guards. So, um, like I'm actually worried. Like if this goes well and Clay Thompson does really, really, really well over the, over the next next couple of games, and then like they might still win the championship, but then he's gonna be like, hey, I want more money. So yeah, I I think they'll beat Portland, and if he comes back for the conference finals against hopefully. The, the thunder. thunder. 
then that will be a fun series. And then Russell Westbrook will be going for um, Stefan's you know, ankle all the time. So. There you go. Uh, but seriously, the uh, that was a that was a crazy two-game turnaround for the Thunder, getting just decimated, blown out, they got blown up. Weren't even there at that game, and then in the next game, winning. Although I that love win was ske- sketchy. It like, was it though. There were just as many missed fouls. <coughs> have you seen? Have you seen what the NBA came out with? There oh, were yeah, yeah. five missed calls, yeah. and there were as many of them on the Spurs as they were on the Thunder. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't really call that sketchy. Because I, the only thing the only thing that would have changed, assuming they didn't call any of the fouls they could have called on the Spurs, yeah. at most the Spurs would have got the ball a couple of seconds earlier. They still got a good shot that they could have made. They didn't get the rebound. Did you see that after the shot, a fan was holding on to Steven Adams' arm so he couldn't try to get back into the final play? I mean, let's not like act like yeah. No, Spurs fans are the worst. Hey, I, I'm I'm the last person, the last person to defend the Spurs. I'm just saying it was so chaotic, and for the NBA to admit that that chaos, like, here's the thing, like you have to let that chaos go. Like that's yeah. how the end of games have to go. You can't be like, well, we could have called all these fouls. Like, no, just move on. Yeah. Like it happens well, all the time. They, they they let the chaos happen. They showed like the first the first thing was uh, Ginobili stepping on the line that should have been a a delay of game penalty. Then you had uh, Dion Waters, uh, Dion Waiters, uh, basically elbowing. Oh, Waters. And they, I mean, I'm trying to remember what all of them were. There was, there were, I think it was two calls on the Thunder they could have done, and three on the Spurs that they could have done. And then, of course, fans found like ten other ones. Not surprisingly, that they say should have been called on it. But you know, um, what can you do? It's the playoffs. Yeah. Editor's note: the. VP candidate for Ross Perot was James Stockdale. Ah. Thank you. Whoever, that was a, whoever sent me that text. That was a that was a name. Was that our researcher? That was our researcher, our silent, unnamed researcher. And Mitch organizer. Grinder. Mitch Grinder. Mitchard Grinder. Mitchard Grinder. Um, I mean it's funny that the NBA used to Ooh. under under David Stern was not this responsive Ooh, to bad bad, you know, ref games. I didn't watch the game, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm fine the Thunder won. I'm glad the Thunder won. I want them to beat the Spurs badly. Yeah. Because and they won one yeah. in San Antonio, so that's a big that's a big yeah. win. Well that's that's the other thing. This is that's literally only the second <laughs> loss yeah. that the Spurs have had at home all year and the other one was to the, the greatest worst. regular season team in the history of the NBA. Yeah. So that was impressive getting that one. Speaking of impressive uh, apparently, uh, Kyle Lowry just hit a. That's uh, to, to remind everyone. That's the guy that does stuff. Um, hit a buzzer-beating three-pointer to send it into overtime. So Raptors and Heat are going into overtime. I, I, I'm rooting for the Raptors. Like, like Toronto never gets this far. So I know. A. And uh, I, I think that actually isn't that literally true. Hadn't isn't it, no no. It's not the. Remember, oh, that reminds me. Remember when there was the epic Vince Carter versus yes. Allen Iverson yes. uh, playoff duel? Wasn't that the second round? I think it was. Yeah, I, Toronto's never been past. 50, yeah. They were oh, trading God. fifty point games. That was so amazing. The, Vince, I, when Vince Sanity was at peak Vince Sanity. Yes, like two of the most unlikable players that I love both so much. I like know. Allen Iverson was just great because he was just literally a little dude, and I'm amazed he lasted as long as he did. Yeah, uh, I loved. I loved me some Vince Carter. Oh, Vince Carter was great. Was that was Tracy McGrady still on that team, or had he already moved on? 
I feel like he was. I think I think he was still on Toronto. I think that was really early, early on. Yeah. Grady, but I could <sighs> be wrong. Hashtag the starters. Uh, starters. Correct ha- on that one. Hash yes. brown, no filter. Hash brown, no filter. Uh, uh, we started watching the second season of Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, okay. It was great, right? So great. Uh, have you finished it yet, uh, no, Jeremy? No, uh, I haven't finished it yet. Uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the the uh, choice of the actress to play Kimmy Schmidt's mom is pretty great. No spoilers. Uh, uh, yeah, the, I haven't made it that far. The the hipster episode was so. Holy uh, shit! Uh, <laughs> I laughed so hard. Like, like. Uh, I was like, wow, those are all downtown Tulsa people. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I like how I like how immediately a whole line are showing up to try to get into the secret room. <laughs> yeah. this, the secret speakeasy. Is this the secret speakeasy? Which is un- like again, speakeasies are supposed to be secret. So yes. I know where one is. We tried to go to it one night. It was full. Yes, I, I do. It's be- it is funny that. Um, they were in some kind of a contest, right? Like a bartender contest. And the the competition kept asking for, well, we need the name of your restaurant so we can put it on there. They were like, no. They are just like, no, we're not going to have something. So they ended up putting up putting something stupid like unnamed bar or something like that. They, 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 they don't, they're not up on, um, like... I don't know if they've been. They're not. They don't have a Yelp page. They don't have a Google page or anything so, like that. So if you search for them, you can't find them. There, people are calling it. It's called like the Lounge or something like that. But there is no name anywhere. I I didn't know. I didn't know Telsa had one of those. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Telsa. Telsa. Well, we does. were gonna we were gonna Telsa. take you there, but we ended up everything took too long during our our bar crawl. Yeah. It's it's uh sorry. I I was I didn't want to crush your spirit, Christopher, but. I was just gonna tell you to pick two. Hey, I like I like Chris's ambition. So That's right. <clears throat> yeah, but I know us. Uh, we ended up making it to three. So That's true. Uh, to to everyone at home, I was flipping them off. Uh, that reminds me. Uh, fuck you, Flippo. Before yes, we, fuck before you, we get too far. Yes. Okay. So uh, real. Qu- um, yeah. So basketball, basketball, basketball. <laughs> So, so we're still, uh, so you're yeah. still you're still leaning towards uh, Golden State versus the Thunder on one side. What about the East? Are you think are you leaning Toronto or the Heat on that? Here's the thing. I I've watched a little basketball this year. I have no idea how good or terrible Miami is. So I don't know. Like they're the three seed, but I don't know what that means. I, yeah. I would I would like Toronto to win. But... Uh, they're between the they're between the uh, second and uh, fourth seeds. Thank you. Honestly, the the guy who's been playing the best for them is probably Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, who you know so will they he'll he'll freak out at one point and you know get ejected. Racist. Yeah, but though that their team is so weird. I mean, it Dwayne Wade is kind of playing like almost like a ancillary. Yeah. Player, it's really Whiteside and um, what's his name? The guy who came over from Phoenix. Uh, Gordon, Dragic. Gordon, yeah, Gordon Dragic. Yeah, who are it's and Luau Dang, who's finally getting yes, the respect Dang. he deserves. Dang. Well, again, like um, Greg Popovich said that Tim Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker are the the bench players for mm-hmm. like the Spurs are a completely different team now. I, I will I not admit that. Uh, like I, I will still hate them until all three of them retire. But are you yeah. saying that the players have changed, but the game is the same? That's exactly what I'm saying. Although I would argue that uh, actually the game has changed, but the players are the same. Well, you know, agree to I've, disagree. I've heard it both ways. 
Um, I mean, whoever whoever comes out on the East playing Cleveland is going to lose to Cleveland. Um, yeah. Now that Cleveland's finally playing um, Kevin Love cool. the five, uh, yeah. because there is no center in the in the NBA anymore, really. So it's just like another power forward. So except for Hassan Whiteside, that would be the an one. interesting He's matchup. The one. Yeah. He's the one. He's the guy. Him and him and Steve Adams are the only two actual centers. Yeah. And I like and God, I love Steve Adams so much and that mustache of his, but Oh God. He's an mustache. Mustache. He mustache. I'm just waiting for him to headbutt someone just straight up in a game. It's gonna be amazing. Hopefully he it's looks, he looks like he would be a dirtbag player from the eighties that would be constantly um playing dirty. You mean like someone who was on the nineties Knicks? Like a Charles Oakley type? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, God, those '90s Knicks. I'm, I'm or, or maybe somebody who nearly killed basketball. For, uh, who played for the the Pistons in the late in the '80s? Yeah, the I'm, Pistons. I'm waiting yeah. for uh, Steve Adams to lead the Thunder in a haka before the the. That would be amazing. Yeah, I want that so bad. Like the Thunder should come up with black jerseys. Yes, that'd be awesome. Do it. Oh, that'd be so great. That would be. I would pay money for that. So. It, if if Stephen Curry comes back, and it's Golden State Cleveland, who do we think actually wins that? It depends on how early he comes back. If he gets back, um, and is able to play the entire conference finals and gets into rhythm, it's just if you saw him when he tried to come back early in the first round, he just wasn't the same player. So that's that's what I, that's what I'm afraid of that he's going to come back and he's not going to be regular season Stephen Curry. So if he's not, I think Cleveland wins. What's happening? Yeah, Jeremy's just singing a song because he doesn't care about basketball. Um, what do you think? What do you think? Do you think, uh, do you think a half-speed Steph Curry with the Golden State, do you think they can still beat Cleveland? I no. think they can if... I don't. You don't think they can? No. It depends on how well Cleveland's playing together. Like, if they're... If they're working together as a team, I think Cleveland wins in that scenario. But if you know, if Irving and Love have like annoyed LeBron for a couple of games, and LeBron just like sits one out like he does on occasion, where he just passes the ball or mm-hmm. tries to score all the time, and there's discord, I feel like Golden State's team as a whole is better. So what would be interesting is if they um, kind of end up using him. <coughs> Curry is more like a decoy. Mm. Have Steph Curry play more pure point guard a little bit and pass it a lot more and you know stuff like that. I wonder how that would, you know, if if he doesn't score, can he be effective? If if he can't get the separation, if he's not quick enough to get the separation he needs, because that's what makes him so good is that quick release. He can get separation and quick release at any time. Yeah. Well, here's the question: is is a half even like maybe a 75% Steph Curry at the level right. he was at. Like that's still pretty good. That's still mm-hmm. better than most of the players on both teams. I'm pretty sure you're only allowed to use quick release when talking about a quarterback in football. No, I think you can say quick. Like, oh, I guess. Or when talking about Jesse in the bedroom. What were you going to say, Jesse? No. I was just gonna hey, Jesse, say, why don't like, you, Jesse, why don't you tell us something that you don't like? Ugh. So within like twenty four hours, we do that you don't like. Well, for, within twenty four hours, I read two articles about uh, either airlines or airports and how they're treating people like shit, and it just made me so angry. First was the article about how. Are you um, saying you were triggered? Yes, I was triggered. 
That one, they had to do research on the fact that walking through first class causes more people to be upset on planes. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> duh, of course it does. So you're saying first, uh, the, you're uh, saying first class can have its own entrance? Hey, just FYI. Yeah. I okay. like that. So first class has its own door. No, they do. The like, steerage that, that, people have it. That already exists. That already exists. Yeah, that's, that's how it is. On I most, like it. On, on air national flights. On domestic Because I don't want to have to see you people, and you yeah. people I don't want to see either. Yeah. It, it, it was like, uh, even so, not only do more coach people flip out when they have to walk through first class, more first class people flip out, which I don't know what they have to flip out about. Uh, well, I don't want like, to have to see you. Not getting their champagne or their hot towel. I have to wait for your asses. Well, I mean, you think about it. They have to wait. The stewardess has to wait till uh. all those steerage people get past you yep. before she can uh, bring you your delicious bourbon. No, 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 no. They're usually they're usually they're pretty quick, but those people get in the way of her delivering it to me. Or her That's organ. what I mean. Sorry. Stop yeah. pretending that this doesn't bother the two of you. Stop it. Uh, well, I don't know how many times you've flown first class, but I've done twice. it several times. Twice. And uh, yeah, you... I didn't pay for either one. Like I was, it was it was a standby upgrade. I was lucky. Uh, you people just get in the way of my alcohol. That's um, what I'm there for. I'm there to drink. That's so, what's yeah. The the fact that you get uh, free drinks. That's to me. That's what first class that's, is. It's like. worth it. Yep. So the, the bigger seat for my fat ass. The end. The end of the study was like, well, there are things they can do to less upset uh, people in steerage. One was like get rid of the curtains. Two was programs what where the they curtains? like where, where they uh, apparently on certain certain flights were baking like fresh chocolate chip cookies for mm. first class. Oh, so good. Waft oh. it back. Oh. Oh. They're so delicious. Yeah. Oh, I like to eat my amazing. cookie in the aisle while I open the curtains and stare at other people behind me with my drink. That's I like the, to. I like that's to a preferred ask, way to eat my cookie. I mean, that's what I like to do. That's what I. I what I like to do is I like to wait till there is a long line for the bathroom at the back of the plane, and I like to get their attention and say, "Hey, do you want to use the bathroom up here?" And when they start walking this way, say, "Tell the stewardess to stop the person who's coming towards first class." Like, oh no, I think they're going to try and overrun the airplane. Yeah, that's what I like to do. It's not going to be me because I can afford to sit here. And what terrorists would do that? We all know they're broke. Yeah, that's true. You know, those people in first class, they never have trouble voting either. <laughs> There's plenty of places for us to vote. Not deep in those urban areas. You know, I was, I was really hoping this would be one thing that we figured about together, but you two assholes. <laughs> yep. You have to know by now, even if we agree with you, I know, we're I know. going to disagree with you. I know. I just feel like even at some point, like, one of you is usually like, no, I can't no. even do this anymore. Honestly, that... Of all of the things that I hate about flying, airports, airlines, the lack of customer service, that's one thing that doesn't bother me. Whether I am sitting in first class, which I have done a couple times, yep. or I'm going back, it doesn't bother me. I don't. No, it it, it that that anyway, the, the action doesn't bother me. It is the it is the ideas behind those two things. Where instead, like what airlines are doing now, at least domestically, is like you know trying to squeeze in as many people as possible, which is going to cause more and more stress and anxiety and something that's already stressful because at this point, the other article right, that mm -hmm. annoyed me was um, there's a shortage of TSA officials you know, uh, at airports to you know, deal with the security lines. And while TSA I have T pre -check, what, yeah, T what? TSA pre-check is great, even, but apparently one, like one, one of the persons they interviewed still missed a flight because they had to wait 45 minutes at TSA pre-check. I'm like, 45 minutes? Really? I've never waited more than like a minute. I know. But, I'm, 
I flew out of Chicago O'Hare using TSA PreCheck, and it took maybe five minutes. Yes, at most it's taken like seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but and like TSA trying to get more people to sign up for that, which they because apparently the numbers are still pretty low. It's like in the four million range total mm-hmm. uh, flyers. Uh, but like the fact they don't have enough TSA people, and like because of um, you know the rising economy and other things like m- more people are going to fly this summer like than in the past like three years, and the lines they're, they're instead of two hours ahead they're now suggesting three hours ahead. So you're Jesus. already super stressed out, right? You're you're in this line literally like cattle. You have to take off literally almost half of your clothes, and then and then you walk by rich people drinking their free booze and their freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. You know what? Fuck you. Yeah, but you know they airline you, know, that you know they paid for it, so fuck them. Yeah, I I would rather have you know if they really cared about yeah, you know what they plan. should give everybody cookies, no matter how much you pay for your seat, everyone should get them. You know, Chris, I I hear you, but I know a, redistrib- a redistribution of cookie wealth. This yes. is bullshit. Redistribution of uh, legroom as well. The next thing you're gonna say is uh, the people all over the plane should be able to get off uh, the plane all at once. And not have to line up and wait for hours. I mean, hey, uh, amount of time to vote. To, I mean, to get off the plane. To each according to their need, from each according to their ability, or whatever those commie bastards say. Yeah. But for airplanes. I'm going, uh, when, I, when I fly to Europe uh, this summer, we're going first class. Cause, well, actually, business class, because we wanted to have business. to lay down things. Nice. That, Luckily, I don't have to see any of the steerage people. Yeah, you guys, you guys will just get on the plane and go to the left. Everyone else, like Jesse's people, will have to go to the right. Not Jews. No, just no, I was going to say, I'm Sorry, pretty Jesse. sure there'll be plenty of Jews flying from uh, <laughs> New York to London. Business. Yeah, business or first class. No, business, I could see them in business class, just not... Yeah, no, the whole point is you get your company to pay for business class. Yeah. That's why business class exists. For business. For business. Good at business. Anyway, it was like that on top of the uh, you know super elite private parts of cruise ships is really oh, yes. <laughs> that one was great. Buy your own goddamn boat, assholes. God, yep. I'm, gonna I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna find the secret place on the Jesse, cruise. Jesse, here's my week. problem. Uh, yeah. You have you can complain about first class and whatnot and so forth. I'm not. Yet, I'm not you said you I'm not complaining about first class. You first said class can exist. You said that you say. willingly have also been upgraded to be in first class. Now, if you really had this such horrible views on first class, then you would have said, no, thank you, I will sit and coach. But you did not. You said, please and thank you. Well, first of all, uh, both of those, I, again, was on the level, like, I got these tickets through someone who uh-huh. worked for Americans, so it's like the uh-huh. lowest level of standby. So by the point I got both of those first class flights, one of which was to Dallas, by the way, so I don't feel like that should count as an actual flight in first class because it was 45 minutes long. Uh, I've been waiting for like six hours at that point. So at that point, I'm going to take whatever plane I want. And again, I'm not against first class. I'm against the fact that as first class gets better, coach gets worse. They should both get better. I don't, think first, I don't think first class gets better. Jesse, hey, Jesse, hey, Jesse. Yeah. People like me can get on first class Jesse. Now, and I'm clearly an asshole. Jesse. It gets better. It gets better. Now I'm Trump's president. Uh, they have uh, there's full flights I think between New York and L. A. that are business class only. Oh, nice. Well, there's that there's that what fancy JetBlue thing that I haven't been able to try yet, 
Where it's yeah. like all it's like all first like business class. Or maybe yeah, maybe it was Mint, maybe it's JetBlue from from LA to New York. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, then that's okay. Just as long as you don't. Well, you don't want to mix the classes, do you? Well, apparently, rich people do not want to be near us, as as we learned from the ship thing. So yeah. So speaking uh, of uh, cultural wars, uh, Captain America: Civil War is coming out soon. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, where is this segue going? <laughs> Uh, so when are you guys going to see that? I don't uh, know. I'm seeing it Saturday afternoon. Yep. I'm excited. When are you guys yep. going, Bones? Uh, I'm not sure because I got to go to uh, Denver. Uh, is that this, that's this weekend, right? That's yeah. This weekend, yeah. Yeah. So you guys are at that really awesome cabin somewhere, right? I mean, it's gonna be. I mean, the cabin's nice and all you're that. Getting there, just... You're getting there ridiculously late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is like 6 p.m. PM. How many, yeah. how, like, how many trips are you going on this month? Yes. <sighs> what was Chicago for? What were you going to Chicago for? Well, originally you know? it was so that uh, Nora could upgrade her global entry stuff because that was the it's the closest airport that actually has has their uh, customs whatever open on the weekends. Wait, uh, you, you you can upgrade your global entry? No, no, update with her name uh, change. Ah, uh, gotcha. Update with her name change to Norla. Yeah, because, um, uh, but, of course, after we booked that, she ended up having a work trip to Chicago come up, and she did it while she was at the airport during it. For, it, it doesn't matter. Cool. The point is, that was originally why we went. Gotcha. gotcha. And that story has been a complete waste of time. Waste of time, yeah. So, Civil War, uh, yeah. I don't know, we may go during the week next week. We may go next weekend, I don't know. Nora is afraid to go with a large group of people because she's afraid she's going to cry when um, the superheroes are fighting each other. So she wants to get the crying out first before seeing it with a group of people. Yes. Uh, next weekend, doesn't that start Tulsa Craft Beer Week? Right. So it would have to be... Speaking of that, oh man, have you? did you look at the calendar that I put out there? No, I don't look at things you post. It was a Google calendar that Craft Beer Week made that has all of the events. There oh, are nice. a lot of events. Well, you could you can give a you know a summary of it to continue making me jealous. So, oh, okay, there are seven. Well, not, now, not, now. Seven. Oh, not now, not now. Oh, oh no, okay. not now. Okay, okay. not okay. now. All right. First of all, it's, gonna... it's, first of all, it's past your bedtime, Chris. Second, you're past your bedtime. Your face past your bedtime. I passed your mom's face during bedtime. Nailed it. Did you, pass, did, you, did you pass her chin on the way to her face? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, what did I say? About, something about a connect? Connect, yeah, connect I, her chin at the face or something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty amazing. Oh, wow. So this, uh, this uh, is petering out nicely. Chugu.